Let's catch up now with Mickey Gannon, who's ready to go. Mickey, good morning to you. It's Coolmore Classic Day at Rose Hill. Really looking forward to it as we kick off the Golden Slipper Carnival, mate. Um, how do you think this track will play? Morning, Jay. Yeah, can't wait. That's an absolute cracking day of racing in Sydney and Melbourne and all around the country, mate. I think the track where play very fair today, G Rail's in the true position. Uh, it is a good four track. Plenty of irrigation would have gone on this morning, and I suspect that as the day goes on, it might dry out a little bit and obviously suit those on-pace runners just purely because it's very hard to run down horses that are flying out in front. But big fields, gee, they may uh, also even out that with fast tempos and allowing horses to come from behind. So just play it with a straight bat, I think, G. All right, then. How are we making some money then at Rose Hill, mate? Oh, I'll tell you what, I just can't wait here. We're going to kick off the day here in race number two, Zolfa Car. I, okay. I think this horse comes out of a um, blue diamond run that was just a complete forgive. So what I want to do, G, is I want to back Zolfa Car and I just want to save Mahaba in race two. So just looking at that market there in race number two, so... You can get around Sulfur Car around five fifty, Maharaba at three sixty. What about introducing at five dollars? Your thoughts there? Yeah, big risk introducing G the form lines haven't really stacked up. The horse that ran a narrow second so it came out and didn't get the job done in midweek grade. So the big step up now to Saturday Greg the Pago Pago Stakes for introducing and look, no doubting the stable, but I think it is a noticeable drift on the horse and they've worked it out because the form lines haven't stood up $3.70 out to $5, G, and I think the market have worked it out. Okay. Look, this horse could get to a $6 mark, and it could become a bet at that price. But at the moment, we still want to probably get closer to 6 or $7 before you consider playing it. I've got one for you in that race, Shinzo. Oh, yeah. Talk to me. I reckon it was on the wrong part of the track there the other day. Didn't like going up on the inside. I think there's – my mail is it's a star, Shinzo. Wide gate, McDonald can just let him flow into the contest and um, – needs to win to get into the slipper. You might see a good horse in those Coolmore colours this afternoon. But, um, yeah, it is a fascinating race. What about the Magic Knight? Are you with Still City or Blanc de Blanc? I'm with Still City, G. I just think lobbing in from barrier one, lobbing leaders back is just the absolute perfect run at Rose Hill over that 1,200 metres. Blanc de Blanc from barrier 13. I just can't believe the support. Obviously, the horse is absolutely low flying, but that 1,200 metre start, barrier 13, going to need a J-Mac 10 out of 10. And speaking of J-Mac, G, he's going to need to ride a couple of 10 out of 10s today because he has yep. some good rides, some very, very wide draws. We are going to get to see how good J-Mac's going today. As Zach Purton pointed out on numerous occasions, and along with J-Mac when I've interviewed them, wide barriers can ruin your day. It doesn't matter how good you are. Um, if you've got a wide gate, you just can't get in sometimes. And we saw that. It was a perfect example with Af Cabin in last week's Guineas when Mac had tried to slot in and couldn't get in and had to go back a few pairs back um, further than he wanted to. And it just makes, even though he didn't get the 1,600 metres aft cabin, it makes your job a lot harder when you can't yeah. find a spot. So, But Tommy Berry's pointed this out to me on numerous occasions. There's, he's, he's never ridden against a jockey that can have the ability to slot in from white gate. So, yeah, it would be fascinating to see what... J-Mac can do today, but let's hear from Kira Ma talking about Steel City, of course, the favourite in the Magic Night after her unlucky effort in the Blue Diamond a few weeks back. She's got form around the right horses and hopefully uh, with that, that's a bit of a silver lining 
Um, I'm going to look at it as a glass half full and a glass half empty um, with that blue diamond. Hopefully she just had an easy run there and she probably needs a win to get into the slipper, but um, she's probably had the prep to back up as well. So it's D-Day in a way for Steel City. She needs to win to get into the slipper. Um, and she does look hard to beat for mine. So looking forward to the magic night. The Farlap Stakes, can you take a dollar fifty-five with the tab now um, uh, for Sue Gotcha here, Mickey G? No, I don't think so, Jay. I think if you want to have a, a smart play in the race now, Brosnan, the place, is probably the smartest player. These horses screaming out for a drive 1,500 metres. Gets one of the most informed um, jockeys in regards to big races. I don't know. I don't think his data is that crash hot week to week, but big races in Mickey D. He's riding very, very well on the big stage. Uh, but Zoo Gotcha, clearly on top G. I think $1.80, we pushed it out as a as a play, as a best bet. $1.55 is getting short. I had I had her marked $1.60. It's one of those things, mate. If you're price sensitive, don't back it. If you don't care, if you couldn't care less, back her and cheer. Yeah, have a little bit of fun. Bet how you want to bet. Um, I always say that. Make sure you do it responsibly, of course, but it's meant to be fun. Protagonist at $5.50 is the best you can get at the tab at the moment. Um, and uh, he's an interesting horse. First up in this country for the superstar trainer, Willie Haggis and J-Mac Rides. And this is, of course, the sky-high stakes. Knight's order kept safe at 10 No compromises firmed in this morning into $8 now. Sunshine Rising, I can't believe the move for this, Galloper. five fifty. Say Wreck at nine fifty. King Frankel at 4 What are you doing in the sky-high this year, Mick? I'm with you, G. I can't work out the Sunshine Rising thing as well, and I've dropped off this start, so probably suggest that it might turn up and blow them away. But I tell you, protagonist is very, very interesting. You've got Australian Bloodstock, you've got Jay Mack, and you've got William Haggis. I think they'll come for a late. I just, just the pure mug punter money will chime in early, and then I think that we'll know how it's going to go. Sorry, if they do come for it late, it could go well. But I was with Direct. We tipped this up in the weekend preview. It was around seventeen dollars. G. It's into nine dollars fifty. This horse was enormous last start. Ran a clear uh, yeah. career peak first up. I think he can go to another level again here today, and that. Look, we're probably getting to his right price now, but that price early was just enormous. What about the Coolmore Classic? Hinge has been clearly the best backed along with Ana Visto in the last 24 hours, but especially Hinge. The best you can get is about $7 now with Bet365. She's trading as low as, say, five fifty with Neds. You've got Ana Visto around that $4.60 quote. I'm getting some big prices for some other gallopers here, Ruthless Dame at eight fifty nine fifty, Espiona at ten, Yearning at ten. She's a belt has had good support. Um, she's as low as nine dollars. She's as high as fifteen there with Etame with Neds and also Ladbroke. So and Tourgine's around that thirteen dollar quote. If you look back and history tells you, um, the SP in the last eleven years has been dominated by horses fourteen dollars plus. So it's not a favourites race here, Mickey G. No, I'll tell you what, Jay, I don't think it will be today either. I, I love the fact there's money for Hinge simply because I think from that barrier with J-Mac, they're going to push the button and ensure that she goes forward. She's got form around Animo and Fangirl. What would those two be if they lined up here? What would prices would they be? So I, I think they're going to roll forward Hinge. I think they're going to obviously press the button out of this, though. You've got expat that's going to go forward. They will set up a cracking tempo. 
And it doesn't really matter how the track's playing at this stage because this will definitely suit backmarkers. And the yearning is a backmarker that I was very keen on earlier. I think it was $17 to think of 10 I think we'll see a late drift on yearning. I think they'll fall off it now. They back it. I don't think they'll continue to back it. I think a horse like Espiona was back to its best last start, and she has proven when she hit her best in Melbourne, she came back to Sydney and did, and did maintain that. Once again, gets that Group 1 star in Michael D aboard. I think they're probably the 2G, and a horse, if it's a complete blowout, mirror vision, around the $34 mark is, gee, that's big overs, I think, G. Yeah, I agree with you because Peter Snowden gave a good push for Mirror Vision. Also, Dean Evans from Winning Edge Investments was all over Mirror Vision as well. He's backing hope in your heart, expat Mirror Vision, hinged and yearning. I'm keen on yearning. This is Michael Hawks talking to me on Thursday on Stable Mail about his star mare. Done everything right. Should have won first up uh, from all those form gurus. Go and have a look at her uh, first up run. Had no luck at all. Um, just should have won. Guy Walter. If she had a one, she'd be one of the near favourites for this race. So, uh, Group 1 winner. Uh, obviously, we're getting her back to form. She's a fresh horse. We've kept her fresh. Looks a nice race, uh, albeit it's a good mare's race. Obviously, this uh, filly's a mare's race of quality, but she's a quality mare, and hopefully she can get the job done. And Team Hawks are back. They're firing, training plenty of winners. And what about in the Ajax Stakes? It's a good little race as well. Sabark at $5.00 down the bottom, Waterford. Do we give him another chance? He's the favourite at $4, Mickey G. I'll tell you what, G, obviously Mick Hawks isn't a massive fan of the weekend preview because we declared yearning and setting and I agree, should have won. Very unlucky. But in the Ajax yeah. stage, G, I think Sabak's a horse that can um, really jump off its last start run. It's going to relish today's setup. Sit just forward of um, just forward of midfield, and I think we're going to see a uh, very good run from Sabak today. I thought a session will roll forward. I do have genuine concerns. I don't like to jockey bash, but I have genuine concerns about a session with William Pike leading. I'm just not sure how good his timing is in Sydney. Uh, if if it was another rider, I probably would be a little bit more uh, happy to be with it, but I'm happy to side with Sabak, G. All right, then. What's your best on this program on Coolmore Classic Day at Rose Hill, Mick? I think still City will get the job done, G, in race four. I think he's the um, best best horse in the race there. And I love a couple out wide at Gosford, G. Race seven, number six, Owari. And race eight, number two, Athletica. And I've got one in Flemington for the punters. I know you've done Flemington, but race four, number three, Gambier for the Waterhouse Spot Stable. I think it'll relish the 1,400 metres of Flemington track. Roll forward and give a massive side at $6. And they are dominating with their two-year-olds this season, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. Good on you, Mick. Enjoy your day, mate. We'll catch up with you during the week on Giddy Up. Thanks, G. Have a good one.